Hello, you are listening to the You Tell Me What I Just Said with your host, Johnny Outsider and the Luchador Kid. Welcome to the You Tell Me What I Just Said podcast. I am your host, Jenny the Outsider, with the one, the only, the luchador kid. What up, what up, what up? What's yeah, going on, man? Uh, do you know, just getting ready for the New Year's. Uh, new Year. Last day, two hours left. We're in the same time zone for the first time in forever. Yeah, it's been a coon's age. <laughs> well... <laughs> I don't know if I I don't know about that, dude. Oh, oh. I don't know about that, dude. Oh, oh, hold on, hold, hold on, on, dude. Perfect. Um, so <laughs> we have some things to talk about to end the year. Uh, tomorrow, obviously, is the college football playoff. The beginning of it. Uh, then we are also going to cover our thoughts on the Colts Steelers game. Followed up by some NFL news around the world. Dwayne Haskins being released. Sam Darnold's looking awfully spicy on the old trade deadline for the trade next year. Right. And then Mason Rudolph gets his revenge game against uh, Miles Garrett. I'm predicting that he will knock him out in the second quarter. Like a flying uh, knee? Oh, yeah. He's going to get his revenge. Don't worry. I hope so. He's been practicing all off season on ripping helmets off and swinging them. <laughs> nice. He's got nothing to do. All right. He's got nothing to do. Yeah. Then we're going to be resting our starters. So that's why Mason gets his revenge game. So he has a lot of people to thank for that. Uh, mostly Ben for not following Randy Fickner's offense. And lastly, we're going to follow it up with TJ Watt and why he deserves to be the defensive player of the year and the big news from the team yeah yeah so it sounds like we got a lot to run through so let's get going we will start i think the notre dame alabama games up first not much to talk about because i think we both have the same prediction but let's go ahead and uh throw out scores i think notre dame is going to get shellacked i think i don't think i don't even think notre dame is going to put up any points i'm gonna i'm gonna call a shutout I'm going to say 34-0. I mean, I don't think anybody can stop Alabama, especially Notre Dame. I mean, Ian Book couldn't even – he couldn't even be Clemson. And Alabama is pre- pretty much, you know, a given that they're better than Clemson. So, I don't I don't think it's going to be competitive. I think I can take a nap through that game, like every time Notre Dame plays anybody for anything. Well, um, I'm glad you said that because for my degenerate pick of the – the day I I took Alabama to cover the spread, which I think right now is at minus 20. Uh, but I couldn't take the odd boost that was they'd win by 21 points and the score would be over 70 total by both teams because I also don't think Notre Dame will score. And I think Alabama might rest their starters by the time they're up 40 to nothing. So 
at the end of the uh, first. Degenerate pick of first pick. Uh, Alabama is definitely going to cover the minus twenty, so take it now while it's going going hot, going high. Uh, game two, we have Clemson versus uh, Ohio State. Not only did I call that they were overrated, they also <laughs> proved that they are getting ripped uh, on national media about not being able to develop quarterbacks. Well, that's not a surprise. Yeah. They got thrown under the bus. Justin Fields is going to be a bus. And uh, right now he's projected to go to the Lions, which makes sense because <laughs> when wow. have they ever done the right thing in a draft? Besides taking Matthew Stafford, but they never Calvin got him Jackson. help. Right. They never got him help. So. Nope. He's going to be a free agent um, next year, so that's exciting. I also took uh, Calvin or uh, Clemson to cover the spread on that. I think it's at seven and a half. So it's my other degenerate gambling pick of the day. So go ahead and pick that one up while you can. Well, how much do you think Clemson's going to win by? I bet I think they win by twenty-one. Again, Ohio State's just overrated. They haven't played together. COVID, everything else. They they should have never been in the spot in the first place within <laughs> Texas A and M. But. I don't think Clemson's as good as Alabama, so I don't think it's going to be as big of a blowout, but I would say at least 21 points. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on that one. I mean, after watching them barely survive Northwestern, (laughs) there's just no way, man. Northwestern was gifted them that win and said, have fun representing us. The Big Ten probably paid them, like, hey, you guys got to let them win. Don't forget. Yeah. We need someone to represent us in the college football playoff. Right. It's all making sense now. After you talked about it, like, and just watching it unfold, you're like, I was like, oh, my God, John's right. He's absolutely right about Ohio State. They don't deserve to be in there. I was wrong, everybody. I was wrong. It should be Texas A&M. You're trying to tell me at the end of the third quarter, like, all right, we're just going to start doing turnovers so that Ohio State can at least get a quote-unquote convincing win to the – you know, people that just happen to catch the score. It was, yeah, it was rough. It was so, rough, man. But, yeah, you're right. We're looking at college football. Not much to get excited for this year. Nope. It's been, it's been hard unless, to get excited about anything this year, honestly. Unless, you're, unless you love rematches and then Clemson, Alabama for the 212th time in the college football playoffs finals. LSU threw a wrench in that last year, but mm-hmm. right. look what happens to curse. They got cursed. Right. So we're still saying that Alabama's going to win everything, right? You're yeah. convinced? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. You see they and, had like – do you see that the Alabama, Alabama had uh, three Heisman finalists? It was three, yeah. right? Uh, Devontae Smith is also, uh, last I saw, projected to win the Heisman. That's crazy. Jones. Yeah, That's crazy, I thought it was man. crazy too. But... And they deserve it though, man. I mean, in the COVID year. Yeah, Kids been balling out, so. Let him. And he wasn't supposed to be like the big time receiver in that on Alabama, right? You said that the the real yeah the real and, uh, dude got hurt. Yeah, the number one receiving prospect got hurt on a kick return, which. You know how I feel about kick returners and being wide receivers. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that. 
right? Still muffin, uh, wide receiver, kick returner, but it's been a swing. <laughs> right, right, right. It's Nick Saban. He can do whatever he wants. He's, he's going to win anyways. Did you, uh, did you see that, uh, that Urban Meyer is considering going to Jacksonville? Well, I mean, he gets Trevor Lawrence. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is basically Tim Tebow, the second coming of Tim Tebow. You think so? No, I just think you know <laughs> he, he looks like a he looks like a good kid. Tim Tebow was about as pure as you could get. That's true. Maybe there'll be some controversy that comes out where Trevor Lawrence is just uh, very active in the very strip clubs. Very more than he looks on the field. Yeah, but. <laughs> Maybe I'll have an Aaron Hernandez backstory or something. God, like that. that'll spice things up in Jacksonville. If that's what they need, more more drama in Jacksonville. Yeah, right. Seems to be a magnet for it. Oh, yeah, they got AEW and all that stuff going on down there. So you know, yeah, why not? Wrestling bed hot for it. They got all the male soap opera that they can handle. Right. Between the Jaguars, AEW, WWE, WWE. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think that covers our college part. So if you're – I don't even know if you'd win big money now, but if – I don't think so. You're in Alabama all through and through. Right. That's, that's, that's your takeaway. On, uh, and we've predicted a lot of things as you've been keeping up the last three podcasts. So I don't want to say that we're no Stradamus, but we have a brighter future than the, the, the college of Notre Dame. So. <laughs> True, man. True. That's why uh, we're rated the number one Steeler, Notre Dame college football, WWE, AEW podcast in the world right now. If you didn't know, do some research. There's no other podcasts that cover all four topics like we do. Yeah, I know. It's a high level, a hard hitting fact toyed level. Yeah, in your face. Yeah, we're just crushing it. Yeah, dude. It's what we do. It's what we do, man. What we do. <laughs> what is that? Who is that? <laughs> well, well, this is where the big boys play. So, <laughs> oh my God! Look at the <laughs> adjective. <laughs> like the play. adjective. Know, for real, we <laughs> we're the we're the wolfpack coming on the uh, podcast scene. The outsiders. There you go. <laughs> Hence your name, man. I know. We're taking we're taking over, over man. Here. Crazy. We're going to be power bombing Eric Bischoff of the podcast world through a table or off the stage. People, right? Get that spoken ready. Yep. So, uh, speaking of wrestling, it'd be we'd be remiss to not bring up the passing of uh, Luke Harper, Brody Lee. Um, little con- not controversy, but with some lung issues. They're saying it's not COVID, so no one knows for sure. But he was obviously, I mean, touched everyone's lives in the wrestling community. Uh, some of the AEW show looked like a pretty good uh, tribute. Right. His son came out. Uh, so, I mean, it was a touching scene. I, I think it spoke to what I saw a lot of the wrestlers talk about him being like a family man. Mm-hmm. And I think it meant a lot to his son to be able to go out there. So. Uh, nice job by AEW. Yeah, man, he, he touched a lot of people's lives. Um, 
everywhere you look on Twitter in the wrestling world, anywhere, everybody is just nothing but positive, positive, positive takes on the guy. Uh, it's really sweet. Apparently his son beat Kenny Omega in a dark match for the championship. So that's pretty cool. Um, I guess he runs the dark, the dark order now. So he's got a bright future. If he ever decides to lace up the boots, come in and wrestle. So, I mean, that's pretty, that's really sweet. They did a, they did a good job with their, uh, their tributes, even WWE, they had like a nice, nice uh, <clears throat> video package for him. So just the respect that this guy's getting, like, you know, it's all, all real. So that's really sweet well, to see. Matt Hardy already booked a match between his son and, uh, Brody Lee Jr. So. Oh man, there you go. Twelve years in the making. Yeah, it's gonna be epic. I guess it'll be interesting to see what wrestling brands are still around uh, in twelve years. <laughs> ECW is coming back. Yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna be one of those matches. I. I mean, I always enjoyed his work in WWE. I didn't get to see a whole lot in AEW, unfortunately, but. Right. Man, I'm losing you right now. I heard there we go. a lot of people kept saying he was underused, underrated. Well, not main event, but this should have been the main event. But anyways, yeah, I'm just glad that he's getting the respect he deserves. And, you know, uh, prayers and thoughts out to his family. Right. And now moving on to... Something that we said would happen, possible that it happened, somehow it did happen, despite how the game started. The Steelers beat the Colts to lock up the third seed. <laughs> Insane, man. <clears throat> but not really. But not really, though. We saw, we know. We know. We, we, we're not surprised. Uh, this is the typical Steelers. They lose to a horrible team. It, like there's no reason for them to lose. And then they go, they beat a team, a good team, a playoff caliber team. I wouldn't say easily, but if they would have played like the whole game, they played the second half, it probably would have been a blowout. It's just typical oh. Steelers fashion. Yeah. I think I told you at one point I was done. I couldn't watch it anymore. Yeah. You're like, I'm done. I'm going to watch the bears now. So I was, was going to watch the bears. I thought, you know what? At least they're playing for something. The Steelers are just out here doing what they always do, letting their fans down. And the Bears do have a shot at the playoffs now since the Cardinals decided they too were going to um, drop the ball against the 49ers. So right. my boy Mitch, who everyone wanted to beat down on, is going to take the Bears to the Super Bowl. Hot take. You don't take mean that. No, don't say that. <laughs> don't do it, man. No, I, uh, I don't think I don't see them beating the Packers. I know their left tackle just got left tackle or left guard. I forget which left one tackle. Just back at the left tackle. Yeah, torn ACL I mean, practice. That's your blind blind side. Hmm. Your blind side. I didn't see that movie. Sorry. I don't blame you. It's a Ravens, about a Ravens player. I mean, the story, the rich story is nice, but he, he went to the Ravens. Nah. Pass. So he went down, but I don't know that 
I don't know that it'll make that big of a difference. Rodgers is still playing at an all MVP level. So I don't I don't really see I mean they just had AJ Dillon come in last week and run all over for 150 yards or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. So I think they'll be fine. They're not going to have the Steelers problem. So yeah, they, they can obviously run the ball. That's surprising. Not really surprising. They can't stop the run. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Well, they did pretty good. I mean, the conditions for the Sunday night football were terrible, but the whole Derrick Henry to no touchdowns, I mean, tip of the hat to the the Packers for playing with some heart on defense. They played the game of their lives. I mean, I guess I don't. Know, I haven't been watching them too closely, but I, I feel like that was like an all-time performance. No, yeah, I think that's probably the most put-together game of the season. I mean, granted, it's in the snow, in the frozen tundra. I feel like that's just like you know spinach for them. Like they're Popeye, and that's their spinach. <laughs> it's just cold weather games in the tundra, but. I mean, tip of the hat. I before the game started, I thought it was going to be one of those could go either way games, and they very quickly put a kibosh on that and just went out and just executed the game plan way better than the Titans. So, but, speaking, <clears throat> wait, are the are the Titans in playoff contention? Right now, they're still ahead of the Colts. They're tied with the Colts, but I think they have the conference. Better conference record, I think. Because I think the Colts lost to the Jaguars, yeah. Yeah, the first game of the season. Yeah, that's right. That final seed isn't – that final seed's all up in the air. Um, it could be anybody. The Dolphins. I think, I think right now the Browns, Dolphins, Ravens, and Colts. I don't think I'm missing anyone, but I think all four of those seeds are fighting for that last one. Yep. So, I think if the Dolphins win, I think they're locked in. But I don't know how it works for the Browns. Or the the Ravens, I don't even know. I think Cleveland has to win. Or I think Cleveland has to beat us. It'd be... Be such a Cleveland thing to do to let the Ravens in. I I don't know who the Ravens play. I know the Dolphins play the Bills. I don't think the Bills are resting their starters because they have to win. So since we won, they have to win to keep the number two seed. Right. But we, I, it's just a. I, I don't see the Dolphins beating them. So basically the only way the Ravens don't make the playoffs is if they lose. And I forget who they're playing. I think maybe the Jets. I think it's the Jets. Who knows, man? Fuck the Ravens anyway. <laughs> essentially, essentially the Ravens are getting in and it's a toss up between Cleveland. I think Cleveland will get in. Uh, Cause I don't see them. I don't see Mason pulling off the improbable upset despite the fact that he should be playing the game of his life to make up for what happened to him on national TV last year. Well, I mean, the Cleveland Browns are going to be missing a bunch of pieces. I mean, I think they have a bunch of players on COVID on the COVID list. And I don't know, man, I, I think, you know, what? 
Oh, I was going to say, we know Baker's not Lamar, so he's not going to get the game rescheduled. Yeah, right. Well, I guess they were saying that they're going to – the NFL, or the NFL was saying that they're going to make the Cleveland Browns play regardless of who they have because they don't want to screw the Steelers <sighs> out of, like, time time off or something. But we all know how that's going to go. No, give them all the time off they need. We're playing their backups for a reason. We need everybody to rest and get better. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I think, but I think, I think Mason's going to go out there and light him up. I mean, he has to. Like, he has so much to play for. Like, is he going to be the guy? You know. You would think. You would think he'd want to. You would think he'd want to send a message to the Browns after what they did to him last year. Yeah, I, I think. I think Mason's going to take care of business. I don't know. Mason's just never showed me enough that he is all in on being a football player. You know. I don't know, man. He had he had a he had a pretty uh pretty messed up uh season last year. I mean, he goes in there and he's playing decent and then he gets knocked out by Earl Thomas. You know, we don't see him for like two or three games. Duck comes in, lights it up, and Mason comes back in. I can't remember what game. I think it was the Bengals game, they bench him. Then uh he gets beat up by Miles Garrett. You know, they basically turned him into a vegetable. <laughs> and then he goes and balls out against the Jets. Why balls out? Like quotes. Anyway, uh, he, he plays well, decent against the Jets. And then cooking against the Jets is what you wanted to say. You gotta, you gotta let Mason cook. Like, oh God, let Mason cook. Well, I mean, he did throw a touchdown pass to Johnson, and then ended up getting his clavicle shattered or something, something horrible. So the guy's had a rough go, but I think. And he has to, he has to have have improved in the past year working with Matt Canada, and just being another year into the system. Like, there's just no way that he comes out flat. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm gonna. My hot take is I'm gonna think Mason's gonna throw like I'm gonna say four touchdowns, four touchdowns against the, the Cleveland Browns backups. You got, you got to remember though, he's not, he's not Ben. He can't just audible out of Randy Pickford's plays and uh, draw up things in the dirt. He's not there yet. He's gonna. He's gonna be. I'm, I'm thinking he's gonna be relying on James Washington to to help him out a little bit. I mean, we'll see. He goes back to their college days. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping to see that connection because when he start when he started last year, I was hoping for that, and it just never happened. <laughs> yeah, I think Washington did better with Duck than he did with Major. Yeah, yep, that's true. But um, yeah, man. Well, I. I don't know. I, he has to. He has to do well. There's just no way. <laughs> There's just no way, man. Well, let's let's talk about that then. Let's say he doesn't go well. We now know of two options that are being yep. highly contested. Right. There are some two options that uh, been thrown out there. One, Dwayne has. Oh no. which a lot of people are saying is Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Plexico Burris. Like, I had cases come to uh, Pittsburgh has been shown the door. So I'm not so sure that Dwayne's the best fit. However, one I know that you're super excited about <laughs> has been the connection of Samuel Darnold. By the Darnold. I, I would not Ooh, be mad at it. I, I wouldn't be mad at it. I mean, if if the Jets take a quarterback, it's a big if. Um, 
I mean, I, I just, I would love to see us go try to get him, but I don't know if I want to spend any more than like a third round pick for him. But I think, I just think uh, he needs to get out of New York. Like, I think he's been ruined by Adam Gase. I mean, they say Adam Gase is like a quarterback whisperer or something. Am I making that up? But, but uh, every, like every quarter, or like look at Ryan Tannehill. He left, he left Miami. With, he left Adam Gase, and now he's a bona fide starter for the Tennessee Titans. Like if we get Darnold, I'm, I'm hoping for the same results. But I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't be mad at it if he came to Pittsburgh. He'd be reunited with Juju. Maybe they have, maybe they have a connection still. So that, that would be pretty exciting. Dwayne Haskins. Uh, um, I, I don't want him at all, man. Like he just, they keep trying to compare him to Ben and I don't see it. Uh, I don't want, I don't want to deal with the drama because like we already had enough drama, like you said, with, with AB and Lavian Bell and Burris and everything. I think we just need to get it, just stay away from that. Like, I don't want to bring that to Pittsburgh at all. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, if if Dwayne can go sit on the bench somewhere and prove he's serious, then maybe I would take a shot at him. But I, again, we've had our fair share of head cases, right. and we are finally head case free, despite what people think. Juju dancing on the logos like that's not a distraction. That's not the same as Brown. It's not the same as Bell. It's not the same right. as any of these other problems that we've gotten rid of. Mm-hmm. it was just a harmless thing that I guess fired up the other team because they were they needed something to play for <laughs> right um, Donald like he said um, he could turn his career around in Pittsburgh it, I mean the best receiver he's had maybe since he's been in the NFL it would be Robbie Anderson maybe yeah, yeah, I would say. Who else? I mean, who else is on the Jets? Bell. I think yeah, Bell. Yeah, but they didn't but, use him at all, man. He, he was, like he wasted like two years or a year in in New New York. Well, that's his own doing, honestly. Yeah. Well, he wanted to get paid. He got paid. Yeah, yeah, but he might win a ring with uh, Kansas City, so maybe his his gamble might pay off here soon. Well, I mean, he got paid. I guess he'll get his, you know, participation trophy ring, and he can ride off his sunset and get high with uh, Martavius Bryant and uh, Josh Gordon and everybody else. And like Harry Blunt, just, like his Harry old buddy, his old, old road buddy, right? And yeah, live live his best life. I mean, good for him. He he played the system, managed to. Only get out with two MCL injuries or ACL injuries. Those were rough. <laughs> Those were sad days back when he was a Steeler, when he was my my favorite player. <sighs> he, didn't get, he didn't get the rough end of it like a little AB did. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, right. AB got his whole career ruined by Vontaze Burfett. So, dude, that was awful. I was there. I was there, man. I almost died in Cincinnati. So. It was a nightmare. You know, somebody somebody called me an overweight James Franco. And I was like, you know, I'm not even mad at that. <laughs> like, thank you. <laughs> like, how, how is that supposed to be an insult? Like, you're literally, literally calling me the one of the best players of all time. So thanks for that. 
those large things you could have been called. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I still think Mitch, I don't know, Mitch has been playing a lot better, so I don't think the Bears will let him go. But if there's a chance, I would take him in a heartbeat with so, Darnold and Hopkins. Hey, I'm going to go Darnold. You're going Trubisky. To this day. To this day. I would no, take listen, I'll, I'll only root for the Steelers if they pick up Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold. Quote me. Quote me, everybody. Oh, oh, hold on, dude. Hold, hold on, dude. Uh, let me tell you something, brother. Uh, Mitch Trubisky's been to the playoffs, dude. And he's, he should have won a game if it wasn't for double joint, brother. Oh, yeah, Parky? Cody Parky, your boy? You have his jersey, right? Uh, yeah, and every, every available version, Philadelphia... Chicago, Cleveland, you name it. You would wear a Cleveland jersey. You piece of shit. I knew it. I'm taking applications for a new co-host. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you can't handle the truth. (laughs) It's true, man. It's true. I'm uh, (laughs) S-A-W-F-T. That's the truth. (laughs) Uh, uh, The only reason I'd be happy if we got Darnold is so I could do a like Arnold Schwarzenegger impressions and be like, "Coach, put me in, do it oh, now. Do what it. are you waiting for? Ben oh can't do God. it. Put me in." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, you would drive me crazy every week. I know. It'd be, it'd be the most fun we've ever had on the podcast together. Yeah. Well, let's say a since we've had so much fun on four podcasts so far. Yeah, I mean, like like we were talking about earlier, like the Steelers finally won a game. So, I mean, it's pretty exciting. <laughs> I think since we started this podcast, everyone until yeah, last week. Yeah. So I mean, like we cursed them. I mean, like, like we were saying, like the first half was just abysmal. It was awful. Ben couldn't throw it. Like he was inaccurate, getting, uh, he was getting lit up. <clears throat> like uh, it was just painful to all, watch. All I can. All I can say is it's a good thing the Colts didn't take your advice and rest their starters after they went up by three touchdowns. <laughs> well, like we were saying, uh, well, what's that? Technically, I guess you said that against the Bengals. Not the Colts, but... it, it all translates. It's fine. But uh, yeah, well, I was saying that Jonathan Taylor was, was going to run wild, and how many? I don't even know how many yards he had, but we couldn't stop him. Like nobody could tackle him. He was just dragging people. It was a massacre. I don't know. I don't know. He had like open holes. He was just going through Vince Williams. He just came off the COVID list. Poor guy. Like I felt so bad for him because I guess whenever okay. he'd go on the sideline, they had to put him up or put an oxygen mask on him. <laughs> Poor, like, he was the only one, man. It was awful. Yeah. It'd be hard to come back and the replacement is uh, Avery Williamson. And who else? Who else is our? Scales. Oh, um, Scales. I don't think Marcus Allen played. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We've been putting safeties on our linebackers for a while. Right. We're just depleted. Yeah. So, it, it, it was a rough go, man. Uh, I don't even – I just want to – okay. I don't know what happened at halftime. Like, Ben was saying that he just told everybody that, that they're not having fun or something. I don't know. Like, I guess the big thing was that they are saying that Rand, uh, Randy – Fickner took a backseat to Ben. 
and let yeah. Ben call the plays. So I mean, I think I think we've been saying that for a while that his play calling isn't isn't getting the job done. Right. Like I guess they're also saying that the Colts players on defense were calling out their plays because it was so predictable. I mean, yeah, it, well, it pretty much is. I mean, uh, just, yeah, the slants. Well, they can't run it, so they're just going to run slants. Yeah, so all day. They press coverage. Right. But then the second half, like you notice that Ben just started pushing the ball down the field, like finally finding Chase Claypool after Chase Claypool was on a milk carton for like three weeks. Finally found him, gaining some big yards, like expanding Juju's route tree. Finally, like they're like able able to connect on the deep ball, and like you notice throughout the the, the end of the third and then the fourth, you saw the safety start to back up like five yards. They're starting to respect the deep ball finally, so that opened up everything else. Like James Conner had a decent game. I mean, it wasn't like the best running game, but I mean, just enough to. Yeah, I mean, considering considering it was only for a, a half, I mean, right, it's pretty good, right. And, uh, yeah, everybody balled out. Uh, the O-line somehow protected better, but, I mean, I guess that's just the effect of being able to connect on the deep ball and just everything else opening up. So that was exciting to see. Um, even the defense, like T.J. Watt, like the defense, like they're animals. Like T.J. Watt, strip sack, Mike Hilton with an interception. I'm like, dude, I, I, I hope they find a way to keep Mike Hilton because it's just – He's so underrated and he's like a key piece in that defense. Like everything he brings to the table, like, like he's just, hey, in my opinion, he's irreplaceable. Can we talk about uh, Steven Nelson? Speaking of things on a milk carton, <laughs> I think his feet are on a milk carton. Oh my gosh. Is, yeah, Every time, man. Some, some big yards, some killer yards. Yeah. So, yeah. He, I always, hope- always see him slipping. Always. It's, it seems it's like he's the only one. Only one. Like if, if everyone yeah. on the defense was like, like, oh, okay, like it makes sense. But yeah, Steven Nelson, like, cleats very well. I don't know, man. He needs to watch the Mister Roger, and uh, he ties the shoes at the beginning of every episode, so maybe he can pick up some pointers. <laughs> I think the equipment managers messing with their their cleats and their gloves, so they're like try to find something else to mess with next week. But uh. Yeah, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> they just gave him the old leather one. Oh man, it's about right. But uh, so yeah, man, it was just really exciting to see the Steelers actually put an offensive game plan together that actually worked. Um, it's just I'm excited, but also like kind of leery because like I don't know if that's gonna continue into the playoffs maybe it was just like a a quarter thing it's just i just hope we see more of it and like another thing about resting honestly honestly, this felt like the Colts pulled a stealer and just like completely this bungled it in the second half collapsed on but i mean we did we did a lot to change it up and like win the game don't get me wrong but I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm holding out my expectations, I guess I would say. Yeah. I'm definitely holding expectations. Right. Because let's just say, let's say that the reason that worked is because we disregarded Randy Fickner. What are we going to tell him? Hey, uh, so the playoffs are starting and we need you to get lost so Ben can just <laughs> do his thing. Right. Well, I mean, 
I think if, if, if Ben has any cojones, I think he would, I think he would tell him that. I mean, like, what do you, who do you care more about Ben? Like your, your friend, Randy Feigner or, or like another chance at winning a Super Bowl ring, you know, like what's more yeah. important to you? I mean, you can always, you can always make more friends, but you can't always win another Super Bowl ring. Come on. That's an easy choice, man. Ben, you're almost 40. When are you going to, you can make friends after 40. <laughs> win a yeah. Super Bowl. You can't win a Super Bowl after 40. You're not right. Tom Brady. Right. Just, you know, win, man, win. Think about Pouncey. Think about Hayward. They're, they're hoping for you to put it together well, and take them to the promised land. And then I'll, I'll feel a lot better about losing Juju next year. If he, if, he, if he goes out a Super Bowl champion. Don't you say that. Don't you say that. If you had a choice between Juju and Mike Hilton, who would you pick? Probably probably Juju, just because I'm confident that, like, it would give Cam Sutton more time to play. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's enough pieces, but, like, on, de- on offense, since we – haven't had as much success like we need more pieces i suppose mm. yeah i mean i love i love juju so much man he's like one of my all-time favorite players but i can't I, our defense isn't the same without mike or like without mike hilton like because you saw how i mean it wasn't it wasn't bad but it wasn't the same when, when sutton was in there when hilton was out with an injury no but he just, he just, he's just too valuable, man. Like, like he's the best blitzing uh, corner in the league. Like, he, I don't know, he's just so good. He's he, he's always making plays, man. He sticks out like every game. You're like, oh, there's Mike Hilton making another interception or a, a sack or forcing a fumble or something. So, I mean, no, no, you're you're not wrong. Right. I just think I just think we have more pieces on defense than we do offense, especially. Okay. The, the, like I said, hypothetically, I don't want to lose either of them. Right. But if I had to pick one. Um, although, I guess you could make the argument that we're still good at drafting wide receivers. We'd find someone <laughs> in the third round or something. Right. But. I don't know. Then again, I don't. I'm tired of drafting wide receivers. <laughs> keep keep them, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. The cap's gonna be tricky next year. We're gonna our team's gonna look a lot different. So all you Steeler fans out there, enjoy this run, this last this last game in the playoffs because it's not gonna be the same next year. We don't have an Aaron Rodgers sitting behind Brett Favre situation coming up. Right. So right. Yeah. It's gonna be Save dark it. days, man. Like uh, Adam Sandler, or, Hap, or yeah, Adam Sandler, uh, Billy Madison, that's what I'm thinking of, <laughs> told the young boy, don't grow up, stay here for the rest of your life. As long as you can. Stay here as long as you can. Yeah, man. So what, what else do you think about that game? I, you know, I just, like, it gets your hopes up, but as a Steelers fan who's gotten their hopes up, so many times to be let down it's just like i guess I'll, I'll hold out reservations until i see who we get the first round i hope it's not the ravens like as much as i hate those pieces of shit i hope it's not them i, I they're just they're on fire man i don't know how we beat them three times in a season well we did it that one year we went 
even if you want to say that the second game doesn't count, like it's still gonna give them something to put on their old bulletin board material oh, that they don't want to lose us three times. You know, who knows where Ben's knee is gonna be at in two weeks. Obviously a rivalry game's always could go either way and it's always hard hitting. So I mean sure, it's hard man. to say. For sure. Even if we got another game, what we would look like for the next game, which would probably be the Chiefs, maybe the Bills. Oh, man. Yeah. One yeah. or the other. Murder is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I just don't want to see the Ravens. I, don't, I would be fine playing, like, the Colts again, maybe the Browns again. The Dolphins would be nice, but I don't want to see the Ravens. Plus, we got to make it there, too, because, like, you got to worry about old COVID. Like, just imagine, like, two yeah. days before the game, like, oh, by the way, half your offense is on, <laughs> on the COVID reserve list. We have to bet on Mason. Last year, last year, Garrett gave uh, Mason a, a concussion. This year, he gave him COVID. He's going to cough in his mouth. <laughs> spit in his face it's never gonna end between those two men it's gonna be like peter griffin and the chicken this is gonna be miles Garrett and mason rudolph <laughs> for another decade uh, it'll be my favorite two games every season <laughs> oh man what are they gonna do next <laughs> or like randy whenever he goes to a baseball game this is miles garrett rips off his shirt he's like what are you gonna do man what are you gonna do just beat the shit out of each other so you think TJ Watt's going to win defensive player of the year I don't see how he doesn't I mean I don't know I can't think of any other defensive player that really like checks all the boxes TJ literally leads in every almost every statistic sacks tackles for loss quarterback hits I mean, convincingly, like yeah. I mean, like I said, I just I can't think of any other defender that gets as much hype as he's gotten this year. It has to it has to be TJ. I'm yeah, saying a lot because a lot of yeah, you know, there's a lot of things to rip the Steelers on, but it's not because of TJ Watt. Yeah. I mean, he won the team MVP honors this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's getting the recognition from his teammates. I'd like to think he's getting the recognition from the league. Uh, He was saying that he values the team MVP more than the defensive player of the year because um, it's coming from, like, his teammates and people that see him every day. So, I mean, that's, that's a pretty good answer. I got nothing but respect for TJ Watt, man. I'm so glad we drafted him. And as we saw from uh, his big brother JJ's speech, it's all about coming in and giving it for the team. So obviously, got the old rub from JJ. You think he's going to be a? Do you think he's going to be a Steeler? I think he definitely isn't going to finish his career as a Texan. <laughs> and the only logical sense makes the only things that make sense is he goes to Green Bay because he's from yes. Wisconsin. Yep, that's the place I was going to say. 
Ori gets to finish the career with his brothers. Uh, he sort of has ties to Chicago, but because he's from Wisconsin, like I don't see him going to the Bears. No. He'll go to Seattle like everybody else. I just feel like that's a... No, I, he, for some reason, he doesn't strike me as a guy that would fit in with Seattle. No, you don't see him like chilling with uh, Pete Carroll up there? Russell no, Wilson? I, I think he wants everyone to be all in on the team and Pete Carroll's is like lackadaisical like <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah I'm just, what are the guys totally what are the guys what's up I'm young what's up young fellas oh my god He's, even though I'm like old enough to be these guys as grandfather Pete Carroll just reminds me of Steve Buscemi in that meme where he comes in with a skateboard and a backwards hat like that's that's, that's who exactly. Pete Carroll is man Pete, Pete Carroll is just getting high before practice and showing up and be like, hey, guys, I'm one of you, one <laughs> of the cool kids. Right. I mean, he won a Super Bowl, so, I mean, he's obviously good at what he does. I mean, he had national championships, so they got vacated for cheating, but, you know, tomato, tomato. Yeah, whatever. It's no big deal. Who cares about a college national championship when you can raise a Lombardi trophy? Right, especially before he like kicks the bucket. But yeah, so either way, I think, I think JJ ends up. I know, I know. There's some people out there that go, "Oh, you Steeler fans always think you're gonna get everybody." But I, it just, I mean, it logically makes sense. He's either going to go back home to Wisconsin or he's gonna go play with his brothers. So, I yeah. think he would probably he'd probably really enjoy playing with his brothers before he retired, but. Yeah, he's got like a couple of years left in him. Well, I don't know. He's had a lot of injuries on that. That's true. That's true, man. I don't know. <laughs> like we bring him in, we get high from Luki. Ah, oh, man, that's sad. He had to retire young, so. Yeah. That's that's really unfortunate for Luke Keekley. I was I was thinking that guy was going to win a Super Bowl. That's how dominant he was. He was young too, right? He's like twenty-seven. Yeah. He would have won a Super Bowl, except Cam Newton got in the way. So. <laughs> Come on, Cam. You should have jumped on the ball, you goof. Like, like the biggest game of your league. Ace Boogie. I loved him, man. Ace Boogie was my guy. And then after I saw him bitch out, not going after the fumble, now he's not. He's never going to sniff a Lombardi. Never again. He's I think it's after unfortunate. I think it's unfortunate, too, because Bill Belichick, like, He's checking all the boxes for like being successful as a patriot. It's just for whatever reason when he gets on the field, it just doesn't translate. Yeah. Yep. They they've said he's literally getting to practice at like four thirty and leaving or like not not stopping watching film and practicing and doing everything till like eleven thirty at night. So maybe it's just the issue that he's literally not getting more than five hours of sleep at night, but is he the best player on the team? I don't know. Stefan Gilmore's still there, right? Yeah, but I mean, like, well, in, in like yeah, as an offense, like, I, I, I don't know any of their wide receivers. I think Julian Edelman's been out forever, injured, COVID, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't, I can't name anybody else that's on the offense. Maybe he's just working with Jacoby, trash, man. Jacoby Meyer, uh, Sonny Michelle. Oh, Sonny Michelle's decent. Yeah, but. I mean the problem. The problem is they basically gave him what Tom Brady had to work with, but he's obviously not Tom Brady, so right. he's going to be able to. Work. I mean, 
Yeah, maybe if you had Julia Edelman, it would be a little different, but I don't see it being much different. You think they're going to go draft a quarterback next year? Probably. Bill Belichick probably somehow finagles his way up to the top of the draft and gets Trevor Lawrence. No, dude. No. The the darkest timeline. Like that one time I sent you that gif of Jesse Pinkman. You can't keep getting away with it. Like, (laughs) how awful would it be if Trevor Lawrence somehow ended up as a Patriot? Like, I I would just, I would stop watching football altogether because I can't take another 20-year reign of Bill Belichick and his stupid sleeveless hoodie and pretty boy Trevor Lawrence up there talking about his dad or whatever, just like Tom Brady did. I'm good, man. I'm good probably, on that. I probably end with Trevor Lawrence beating Tom Brady in the Super Bowl and him standing up here and being like, your time's up, old man. Your time's <laughs> up. Oh, my gosh, dude. Give him the old Shawn Michaels kick. But I uh, yeah. know, man. I can't. I don't know, dude. No. I don't even want to imagine it. I guess there's the reports are saying that, not reports, but just the draft pundits or whatever saying that uh mac jones is gonna be a patriot and that just seems like right you know what i mean like it's the, that's the guy that would be a patriot for sure the look on your face says i'm disgusted yeah well man i hate talking about him dude but yeah for sure just mac jones would be a patriot it just he has that stupid punchable face Ugh, man nah dude <laughs> yeah that's that's the guy It'll be interesting. We'll see how this plays out. I mean, I don't think the Jets will take a quarterback at number two. I don't feel like with the number two pick, I think maybe they do the sensible thing and start setting up the offense for a decent quarterback. But well, the, Jets will do, the Jets will do what the Jets are going to do, and I'm sure they'll bungle it somehow. Uh, I feel if the Jets are smart, they would trade down. They would trade down and get some more piece or some more picks if they're really serious about rebuilding. I mean, you can still get a decent quarterback in like three or four. Like was like Zach Wilson, the kid from BYU, who's amazing. Could get Justin Fields, which would be hilarious. Oh, um, no. Kyle Trask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, Kyle Trask was good against Oklahoma yesterday or today. Yesterday. Did he throw like a couple of picks or a pick six or something? They threw like three interceptions, I think. Oh, and they just got I don't know. I guess maybe you can probably make the argument like, who cares about a bowl game this year? That like it's not the national championship, not right. the playoffs. Like, yeah, I mean, how many people sit out bowl games that aren't aren't for the playoffs or national championships? Right, that's true. So, yeah, you'd, yeah. This doesn't mean the same anymore to college players. I don't think. No, yeah. I think I think the new playoff system kind of degraded the quality of the bowl games because like nobody gives a crap anymore. Anyway, anything else you want to hit on? Or are you ready to go? Say, uh, Merry Christmas! I know it's late to your you and your family. Oh, thanks, man. Good to you. And I hate to bring me shit. You got your switch. Well, shh, don't be telling everybody, man. It's a secret. <laughs> My bad. I meant like a switch leg. Uh, what switch blade. There you <laughs> go. Like what <laughs> yes. Finally. <laughs> Finally, something to beat my children with. Mercilessly. <laughs> Mercilessly beat their <laughs> corpses. Why, Why? Is it because they forgot to pick up the Legos? <laughs> oh, man. 
It's too accurate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, just so you know, this is a disclaimer this podcast does not advocate violence against children. <laughs> Hundred percent accurate. It's a joke, people. It's a joke. Come on, don't be, don't be so serious. It was a joke. But we do believe in discipline, and that's why, hopefully, Mike Tomlin has enacted discipline into the Steelers organization, so that we have something to hope for in the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. We'll find. We'll find out when Mason runs full on heads head on first into Miles Garrett, and lays him out with a drop kick. Could you imagine? <laughs> that would be sick. I would I would get his jersey if he did anything like that. Do the old hockey thing and pull his jersey over his helmet and just starts beating the shit out of him. <laughs> he just goes to the he goes to the logo before the game and takes his helmet off and throws it down. <laughs> oh my god, dude, how awesome would that be? Chomp to Miles Garrett. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude, that would be sick. That's what we're hoping for. Mason, if you're listening to this podcast, you gotta do some awesome shit, man. Oh, also, no, real quick. Real quick, Marshawn Lynch, I know you're listening to this podcast, bro, but we need you in Pittsburgh, right? <laughs> we need you to come down, bring a bag of Skittles, you know, do your get a golf cart or one of those cart things and start running over Cleveland Brown players. We need you here, man. Yeah, we won't make you do uh, interviews either. Yeah, yeah. Except on this podcast. Yeah, for sure, man. All right, well, to all of our listeners, have a happy new year. Uh, here's uh, 2021. Hopefully you guys have something to look forward to that isn't being locked down for half most of the year. And uh, <laughs> right. yeah, uh, be brave, be strong, stay safe. And we love you here at the uh, You Tell Me What I Just Said. <laughs> so stunning, so brave. So stunning, so brave. <laughs> all right guys see ya have a good one happy new year's